Let's clap hands for Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, worshippers. Clap hands for the worshippers. Big, big, big. Say, neighbor, is that all you can do? Let's clap, clap, clap. Let's clap, 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 clap. I didn't say we must stop. I only asked you to clap. Amen. You know, there's hard work that goes and commitment that goes into this kind of worship. Amen. So let's clap, let's clap, let's clap. They blessed us, isn't it? Say, neighbor, can you sing when? Can you sing? I say, can you really sing when? Can you bless me? <laughs> let's clap, 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 clap hands for them. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. We may all be seated. Wow. What a morning of praise and worship and celebration. Have you celebrated enough? Or you want more celebration? You want more? You'll get more soon. Amen? Wow. Say wow. Is there any place you would, have, would rather be than this one? Ah, your no is not convincing. Is there a better place for you right now? Is this the place? Is this the place? Amen. It's more, it's more than the place. Wow. Can you clap hands for Jesus now? Like Jesus, not a human being. Clap like you are clapping for, a, for God. Eh? Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. This is the synagogues. Those who are coming for the first time, this is the synagogues. Amen. This is the synagogues. And uh, perhaps before I, can you give me a little bit of volume here so that I don't have to put it very close to my, to my. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Seneba, I didn't see you in 2024. I greet you. The first time I see you, or the first time you become my neighbor, this, this 24, this year called 2024. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be here? Uh, thank you. Thank you. It's much better. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited to be here. I say I'm excited to be here. Amen. Being in the presence of the Lord is something so special for me. It's a very special time. Especially in the presence of other believers. It's a privilege. Amen. Uh, before I really go into the word which I believe won't be long. I just want to share a little bit about what I shared about on, on Zoom on Friday. How is the fasting treating you? Very good. Wow, I see you are lively. You are, uh, you are, away, you're, 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 you are away from Aguinha for a while. You are even lighter now. Hallelujah. Say never give up on my gunya pumuts, man. Ooh, mudima hot. 
Amen. Say never don't go back to Maguinya, please, after this. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Some of you will be like a Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus Christ? I want to say this that I, 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 I spoke about on, on Zoom on Friday night, I think. That the Lord showed me something. You know, He spoke to me or impressed this in my spirit. That there is darkness that is coming into the world. Darkness like we have never seen. That would make COVID look like kindergarten stuff. I'm not saying it's a disease, I'm saying it's darkness. But the way people will run helter-skelter, in, in other words, the way people will run everywhere, um, it will look like the time of COVID. Remember, people were running everywhere. So I'm not saying it's a sickness. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying it is not a sickness. But what is clear is that there is this darkness that is coming. And when he spoke to me about this, he was explaining the persecution that is coming to the church and why. And I want you to understand what is happening with TB Joshua ministry that is part of that persecution. And I'll tell you, and listen to me, if you believe that I'm a man of God that God has put in your life, listen to me. What is there for BBC to achieve when the man is already gone? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I shared on the email that is sent to one of the sons of TB Joshua, they were really demanding an explanation. Who are they? What kind of authority is this? Where is it coming from? And do you think it's going to end with them? Mm-mm. No. Any living church, any church that believes in science, miracles, and wonders, deliverance is a target. It's a target. And I spoke about also the, the what I would call a, a false alarm. In other words, they are saying to you, leave this place, there's a bomb. And so that when you come out, you can run to where the bomb is. And then it explodes. Listen to this. God said that in this darkness that is coming, listen, he has put the solution in the church. He says there is no, there's not going to be any solution outside church for this problem. He says there's no money that will solve the problem. No science, no wisdom, nothing except church. So the devil knows. He's trying to get people out of there. 
so that when this explosion takes place, this darkness, they are out there. They are not where they are supposed to be for shelter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And also, there is also a message for every believer that you will not be safe simply because you are in the church. Going through the doors of the church is not enough until the church is in you. This is the time not to play church anymore. It's finished. Are you hearing me? It's finished. We're in that time now. Hallelujah. This thing of one foot in the church, one foot outside, to Pelil. Now is the beginning of the year. Some of you, you go to Sangomas. Akira Silimosia start. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Hmm, I can prophesy. There's something about you. There are people who will be affected by this darkness whilst in the church. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? It's not membership at the synagogues that is going to help you. It's your relationship with God. It's your relationship with God that's going to save you. He says that there's only one solution for the light, for, the, for darkness, and it is the light. Jesus Christ says, I am the light of the world. In the book of John, says, I am what? I am the light of the world. Yes. He says, he has what? He has overcome the light. I mean the darkness. Are, are, you, are, are you hearing me? So only when you carry this light that you will survive. And I said this on Friday, and, and yesterday my wife, you know, uh, you know, tuned into YouTube, and you know, we happened to see to watch a prophet Makandiwa from from Zimbabwe. I was shocked that he talked about this prophecy end of the year. I did not know. He talked about the darkness that is coming. Exact thing I said here on Friday, without knowing what he said. I'm telling you, I'm, before God, I'm not lying to you. Why should I lie? Somehow God prevented me from seeing what he said until I, until I heard from him so that it becomes a confirmation. Are you, are you hearing what I'm telling you? So this is time to fasten your, your seatbelt. This is going to be a tight walk. You're not going to walk like a drunkard, like the...
Say neighbor. I pray I must not look like that in the spirit. Like you're missing the target every time. You're missing the target. This time you're going to have to be straight. If you don't like it, leave it. Simple. Amen. I'm very straight with Christians. These days, these days I, tell, I, I always tell the truth, but now I tell more higher level of truth. <laughs> no mercy. You know, they say truth you tell with mercy. But that, now no mercy. I just tell the truth. Even individually, I tell people the truth. Yesterday I saw, and the other day I saw, the other day, every day I'm seeing people and I'm telling them the truth. Before I pray for you, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm no longer going to bless mistakes and anoint mistakes. No. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? No. Hallelujah. No, we have to be. Hallelujah. So be careful because what is happening is the plan is to take people out of a true church of God. So that when he strikes, he can have maximum impact. Can you imagine? And, and I was beginning to thank God that, you know, this ministry should have closed down a long time ago. The enemy tried to close this church. He tried. He tried to close this church. Now, when I hear that there's something coming and the church will be the only solution, and I say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. What if I had decided I'm packing my bags? Not that that thought didn't come. It came to me many times. What am I doing here? Hmm? Why should I suffer like this? Are you hearing me? Amen. Why? Amen? Amen? But the Spirit of the Lord will minister to me and comfort me to continue the work of God. Amen? Amen. So you can all enjoy what God has called you to do in this world. Amen? Amen? Amen. 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 So, Basalani, all I'm saying to you now is be careful about what is being said out there. God is the judge, okay? Amen. None of us was with T.B. Joshua in that room when they were saying or they're claiming all these things were being done. None of us were there. Let God be the judge. Say never, you don't want God to be the judge on any matter because he judges fairly. And if you are on the wrong, you are in trouble. So let's give it to him. Amen? Amen. Are you still here, Bazalani? Yes. Say, neighbor, this matter uh, now is laid to rest. Mujwe is their neighbor. By the way, 
Do you know who are the directors of BBC? Some of them are Muslims. Some of them are Muslims. I don't know if they are Christians there. Amen? Amen? So those people are not going to help you in your faith and your walk with, with Jesus. Oh, lastly, let me say this also. That it's also, it calls for us to be spiritual. Be spiritual. Don't look for evidence from this world to formulate a position, to, to formulate a belief and a standpoint in the spirit. Are you hearing me? You better make up your mind about me now. Who you think I am? Is it clear what I'm telling you? Don't look for outside evidence. Now listen to me. There is nothing that these people will say that will prove anything. Also, there's nothing those who are on the side of TB Joshua will say to prove anything. Oh, I don't know if you're hearing me. No one is going to prove anything. No one. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? So what does it mean? It means you've got to know who is who. And it's not going to depend on evidence from the secular world. You must have the conviction. Who is this man? So that when you hear things about me, you will know they are true or they are not. Hmm. I hope I'm saying something to somebody. No one is bad here. No one. No one. No one. Amen. Are you hearing me? No one. So, as for you, listen. As I said on Friday, I'm worried about uh, children, people who are children in the Lord, because they are so vulnerable to these things. But old Christians should know by now who is who. Are you hearing me? Say, neighbor, at your age, I mean in the spirit. You should really know what is going on in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. You cannot be waiting for BBC to tell you what's going on in your house, in the house of the Lord. Are, are you hearing what I'm telling you? So, so let us be firm. Let us be established in our belief. And now, before anything comes, because it will confuse you. You know, let me tell you something. A lying spirit is a terrible spirit. You know, a lying spirit is a terrible spirit, brother Lord. Uh, a lying spirit, it can create things. And, and, they will, and even the person who is saying it is believing them. That is a lying spirit. There's lying and there's a lying spirit. There's two things here. 
You can lie. It's anybody like you lied yesterday, isn't it? You did, isn't it? Yeah, you said the reason you were late, the taxi broke down, but the truth is that you woke up late. So you lied. You lied, isn't it? But that's, you don't have a lying spirit. You are just lying. But there's somebody who's possessed by a spirit of lying. My goodness. That one will create a something concerning your life and everybody will believe it. Who has experienced that? Oh, so you have encountered the lying spirit. And people will believe it. It's a lying spirit. It's there. In fact, if you remember in the Bible, God sent a lying spirit to, to a prophet, isn't it? He put, remember, God does not have spirits that lie. But they are hanging around. He says, okay, this one, go. Let me use this one. Let me allow this one to go and operate there. Are you hearing me? Because, why? Because it was King, it was King Ahab. Yes, it was King Ahab. King Ahab had weakness. He wanted to believe lies. <laughs> he wanted to what? He wanted to believe lies. So because he wanted to believe lies, God put a lying spirit in a prophet that must go and lie to him. Hello. Say neighbor. Prophets who lie to us is because we like lies. Oh, am I talking to somebody? It's because we do what? We like, because lies are sweet. They are nice. Truth is not nice. If you are told the truth, you don't want. I don't pay you to tell me truth. I pay you to tell me something nice. Are you, are you hearing what I'm telling you? So, be careful of lying spirits. The fact that somebody is crying on TV does not mean he's telling the truth. Okay. I wanted to tell you this, that there is something coming into the world. Position yourself. Hallelujah. Position yourself very well. Make sure that you are walking this tightrope. Check your standpoint with the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you blessed, Bazaloni? I want to go to the message today. It's going to be short. Amen. Um, Luke. Um, Nineteen. I will start from verse 1. You can read in NIV, King James, anyone you have is fine. doesn't matter. Luke 19, verse 1. Yes. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Yes. Verse 2. Uh-huh. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, uh-huh. who was a chief tax collector, yes. and he was rich. Yes. Verse 3. Mm. And he sought to see who Jesus was, yes. but could not because of the crowd. Yes. For he was short of he was of short stature. Yes. 
This man was a tax collector. He was wealthy. He had a desire to see God. He had a desire to see Jesus. But you know what? He had uh, things that he had to overcome or barriers to be able to see Jesus. First of all, there were a lot of people around Jesus Christ. There were a lot of crowds around Jesus Christ. Amen? And on top of that, he was short. What a combination. There are too many people and you are also... Too many people is enough even if you are tall. Are you hearing me? To obstruct you. But now, add to that shortness. I'm sorry about the issue of height. I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. That's not the issue now. Hallelujah. Zacchaeus, instead of accepting the situation, he came up with a plan. Let me go up the tree. And listen, 
When you're short, probably you know that it's going to take you a while to get up the tree, isn't it? So you're not going to do it now. Probably he looked at Jesus and looked at the journey and said, okay, they'll go here, they'll go here, they'll go here, and then by this time they probably will pass here. Let me. So he was waiting there. He don't just, okay, here they are. No, he waited patiently for Jesus to come and pass there. He was desperate. Now, the second question I want to ask you is this. How desperate are you? How desperate are you? Look at your neighbor. How desperate are you? You see, the situation of your life must bring you to a point where you are disparate. Are you hearing me? You are what? You are disparate. Because it is the desperation and the sincere desire to see Jesus that pushed him to a point of climbing a sea. He forgot about who he was. I mean, tax collectors were quite wealthy. Are you hearing me? But he climbed up a tree because he was what? He was desperate for Jesus. Are you hearing me? He forgot about his wealth. He forgot about who he was. He knew what he wanted, which is what? To see Jesus. It is the desperation that pushed it to that moment of going up a sycamore tree. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your situation must get you to a point where you are tired and you don't want it anymore and then you want, just want to change and you'll do anything to make sure it happens. Are you hearing me? Some of us are not desperate enough. If we are, we're not showing it. Are you hearing me? There's a level of desperation that will push you to a point where you will leave your bed and sleep on the floor because you want it. Many of us, we, st- we want things, but we're still sleeping on our bed. We are still snoring. But we have a problem that faces us that sits there. Some of your issues will only be solved by Jesus himself coming into your life. Some of these things need a divine intervention and a divine visitation. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Some Christians are not desperate enough to make them to be able to live food and deny themselves food and deny themselves food. Are you hearing me? Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Have you fasted before? And for how long? Do you have problems? You are not desperate enough. Desperation needs to put you to, to, put, to, to bring you to a point where we, you will do something that will attract heaven. 
to show that you are serious about it. You know, to say, I'm not going to sleep on that bed until I see the end of this. Oh, Christians today, let me tell you, any person who speaks about the visitation of God, there's something they've done. You know, some of you think, hey, God just likes other people, you know. Uh, you know, hey, Apostle, Apostle, like Jesus' lifestyle, he likes them. I don't know why he likes them more than me. Are you hearing me? No, there is something a man ought to do that will attract Jesus. You can't continue the way you are continuing and you are still complaining about your husband or your wife or your children and you are still snoring on your bed. <laughs> hmm. If Jesus were in town, would he come to your house and why? What is happening in your house that will attract Jesus? Except people who are just saying, I need you, Jesus. I need you in my life. They sing a song. Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. You know, this song originated with the American the, 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 the black American slaves, as they were sitting around the fire and they were crying for God to visit them in their, in their slavery. They were tired. They wanted God to visit them and they were, they were, they were crying unto God and singing. But let me tell you, it's going to take more than singing and crying. If you want the, kum, the kumbaya moment, you got to do something super special. I can tell you many of us are not tired enough. Many of us have done something that will shock God and say, uh-uh, tonight I'm coming. Oh, am I talking to somebody here? Many of us haven't done anything enough to cause God to say, uh-uh, I'm leaving heaven. I'm going to visit this person. You have not desired it enough. Don't worry if you don't say amen. Don't worry. Don't worry. You are taking it in. I can see you are taking it in. If 2024 is going to be different, you got to change something that will attract heaven. You have to do something extraordinary. Go up a tree. It cannot be business as usual. Many of us, we like crying. Hey, real lama. We are praying, we are crying, we are praying, we are crying. What have you done that will strike God and say, ah, what is this? No, tonight we are going to this home. Many of us, all we do is to talk about our problems and complain and report it to the pastor, the apostles, the prophets. But what have you done about it yourself? There's not even one day when your bed misses you. Your bed, I told you, oh, for an angel day. Look at you and say, no, but this is serious. Your bed, I told you, off. 
some of the problems and issues that we have need Jesus himself to come to you. What is it that you are doing that will attract heaven to come? What is it? You got to tell yourself, I'm not going to that bedroom until heaven speaks to me. Any man who will speak of God's visitation will tell you that they've done something extraordinary. You know, many people will, will look around and say, hey, this man is, is used by God. It's, hey, those people did something to attract heaven. You know, I, I was listening to people like uh, 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 Apostle Selman and how that man has been everywhere, including, uh, including Klexdorp. And some of you, you don't even know, you're in South Africa, you don't know that he was in Clarkston. Looking for this thing. He was there with Prophet Van Rensburg. Are you hearing me? From Nigeria. Today you are being blessed. How are you at Clarkston? Yeah, here in Stelfontein. Am I talking to someone here? You got to do something Amen. that will attract her. May 2024 be different in your life. Amen. May it be different in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell yourself that, uh-uh, I'm no longer going to switch, off a, switch on my, a television in my house for, a, for six months. Huh. Ask your neighbor, do you want Jesus to visit you? Do you think Jesus just goes to every house? He doesn't. There were a lot of people around him. All he could say, hey, get out of my way. But there's a man, all I, I, I waited on that tree. Waited on that tree. Looked. When are they going to come? He waited on that tree because he had to wait for him to pass. And some of you want to encourage you because you've been doing something right and you wonder when he's going to pass. Uh -uh, don't worry. If you're doing the right thing, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Don't worry. If you're already doing something super special, say, I will not touch that food. I will not touch that thing until I see Jesus. Some of those things don't need baruti batura rappel. I'm telling you. Sene babasata le patadisa baruti. Oh, sene bayo. Some of you will tell you, you have to pay me more. I have to pay me more. Am I talking to somebody in this house? 
There's something that you can do on your own in your own house that will bring Jesus to your house. Lie on that floor for hours on end and days. I was listening to, to one man of God. He said he was speaking to a, about a, a prophet that is up and coming that will hear a lot about him in a few days to come. And he says, this man, this man, I witnessed. He said, I witnessed what? I said, I've never seen anything like He said, that man prays for two and a half days nonstop. Two and a half days. And when he wakes up there, he says, God says this. <laughs> Will you doubt it? Two and a half days lying down and praying. Oh, Baba Mbaru, not one and a half minute. What does that song, that prayer say? Whatever, whatever. Do you know the prayer? Do you know the prayer? Oh, people don't know the prayer. Basic prayers. People still pray those prayers. Are you, are you, are you blessed, Pastor? I wish I had a better message for you. That you are going to be cut, catapulted into new heights. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? I'm giving you secrets of bringing Jesus to yourself. We don't want to pay a price, but we still want it. Say, neighbor, that is thuggery. That's stealing. You want it, but you don't want to pay for it. That is theft. Are you, are you hearing what I'm telling you? Yes. Now, do you want God? Do you, do you want 20, 20 to 40 to be different? Uh-uh. He is passing. He's walking. He's, he's everywhere. It's just that we have not attracted him. We have not done anything that draws his attention. Nothing. It's business as usual. In King Azam is, but hey, I'm hearing you, but your actions don't say your problems are too big. If they are too big, you'll do something. Not run around, no. Close the door. Throw the key away. So I'm not coming out of here. I'll have to break that door. Until Jesus appears here and he shall come. What have you done and what are you doing in your life to attract heaven? My answers are not being prayed. Okay, are not being my, my prayers are not being answered, but how are you praying? Are you praying a prayer of convenience? Are you praying a prayer of convenience? Say neighbor. I hear him. I don't know if you do. When we leave this place, go back to your house and look at what you do and see if it is worth a visitation from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Are you sick and tired of what your husband does, what your wife, what your children, your work, business, whatever it is, or even your personal ministry, your calling? You're not happy. Who am I? Where am I going? What's going on with my life? Show frustration. Show desperation in the things that you do. Amen. Amen. Young people, we don't see as many young people walking in the fire of God like we used to. I'm calling young people to go and challenge God. I'm calling you to go and challenge God. This world has rendered many young people lukewarm in the things of God. Are you hearing me? They are just like that, young people. They are just, but they, but they. They are not hot for Jesus. They are also not hot for Satan. They are hot for nothing, hot for nobody. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? We need a young person that will say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of my state as a young person. I want to see God. I hear apostles talk about God. I hear these old people talk about God. Hi, man, I want to see him. I want to see him for myself. I want to see, deny yourself things and just lock yourself for a week. Just see what is going on. I I won't leave this place until this God appears. You will see he will come to you because you are desperate enough. Leave your comfort, leave convenience. Forget it. Do something that will attract heaven that you have never done before. And you will be visited by Jesus. I'm done preaching. Hello. Ruthwile. A simple task you are given. Go climb up a tree. Look at your neighbor. Tamu palamas fateman. You know, I can imagine short people behind tall people. Hey, that's what people do. Yeah? Short, short people behind what? Tall people. Hey, hey. Just a glimpse. No. That's what people do. That's what people do. They just see a little bit of him. Oh, he looks like this. No, Zacchaeus didn't do that. He said, no, nah, I want to do something that nobody's thinking about. Amen. 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 That thought that he had, that many did not have, it must also come to you. Amen. 
For him, it was enough just to see Jesus. But God gave him more. A visitation. A visitation. You know, how kid I watch Hakila Kimudimukala Pinlahao? Hobona Lamkuta Kirin. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? You know, some people blame churches. Bababa blame Abaruti Marabarutiba. Bababa blame my parents, Mara, my parents. Hey, they are blaming God for their experience, their, 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 their poverty of their experience with God and the things of the Spirit is poor. Is poor. Haina depth, haina, haina substance. It's superficial. How it can mix? And then they are blaming. No, do something about your life. At least when I hear, go and look for your God. Go look for your God. Let's see if he won't visit you. Are you hearing me? He's a respecter of nobody. Once it's a heart that earnestly yearns for him and a in the things that you do. Jesus is coming to your house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed, Bazalani? Are you blessed? Amen. First of all, I just want to give this a chance to people who are not born again. And uh, after that, you know, uh, we're going to do, I think, one testimony and uh, just one stand, stand, stand down, or stand, stand, sit down, sit, sit down testimony. They call it a sit down testimony. Um, you know, we are going to do that after that. Amen. Do you want testimonies? Amen. Do you want testimonies? Amen. So we're going to do, uh, I hope you are ready there, my daughter. You're ready to speak, me? You are ready. Okay, wonderful. Let's clap hands for her. So we are going to speak. But before that, I just want us to give a chance to those who want to give their lives to Jesus. Say, neighbor, and I better how it will miss out location. When every day in Siri go up. Hallelujah. Did you ask your neighbor? Or better how it will miss? Arana better. Okay. Matrasia how? Matrasia how? Like, you know, you know what is nice about sleeping on the floor? Ne? How can you sleep? That is, the, that is the whole idea. Robala fads. Ototsua every 10 minutes. And you know what? How to our repair. But after another 10 minutes, you are up because that is the whole idea of leaving the bed. Is this comfort? You can never see God whilst you are in your comfort. Never. I say, 
Receba isso. Amém? Dijote de rata, de rata na cana cana. Cor, o cara mudou todo o show a casa Amen. Half day of fasting, what's you to mail? I need to cast that spirit out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, leave the people of God. Amen. I mean, it's amazing how food can really control some people. It's like, it's like, what to to man? It's like the world is coming to an end because he hasn't eaten for 12 hours. Somebody said the only time you are not eating is when you are cooking. Even then you are still eating something. Are you hearing me? Amen. I can see the evidence, Lord. I can see the evidence. Tell your other neighbor, I can see the evidence. You don't have to say anything to me. Um, um, Hallelujah. By the way, there are some people who eat too much, but they never get fed. Don't be deceived. They eat more than all of us. They can eat two people's food, but they won't get fed. But some of us, we eat like one half plate, we are fed. Or even that spirit must leave you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some people, but somehow we explain. Now, you see how old everybody say, eh? <laughs> how can that be true? Am I talking to somebody in the house? Yeah. yeah. Do you love Jesus? Yeah. Let's clap hands for Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I want to pray for people who want to accept Jesus Christ. Lift up your hand now. Just lift up your hand. I can see that hand. Is there another hand? I can see that hand. I can see that hand. Glory to Jesus Christ. Is there another hand that says, I want Jesus? Just one hand from there. Is there another hand from there that says, I want Jesus? Say, this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Let's pray with them. Lord Jesus, I open my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I believe you have died for me. I believe you came in this world. I believe you rose again. You are alive today. I pray that you come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. From today, 
I give my life to you. I'm yours fully. Teach me how to walk in the things of God so I may grow. Thank you, Jesus, for the right you are giving me to be called a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's clap hands for Jesus.